Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillah falamudillala wa man yudlil falahadiyala wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahduhu la sharika la wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشرع محدثاتها وكل محترف بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه. We thank Allah تبارك وتعالى for this opportunity again for us to come together whether it be regardless of the fact that it's remotely and not how we are used to in terms of the gatherings of ilm in the masajid and other than that we thank Allah Ta'ala that he, he's made this opportunity possible once again for us to sit and discuss certain affairs of our deen and revise certain affairs of our deen as a means of benefiting one another and bi'ithnillahi ta'ala benefiting ourselves and benefiting our families and the topic which I wish to discuss with the brothers and the sisters this evening is the topic around the affair of time and a person guarding one's time and understanding the value of one's time. As Ibn Baz, Shaykh al-Islam, Abdul Aziz ibn Baz, he mentions that the affair of time is thameen, something which is valuable, i.e., even more valuable than gold itself. And we understand by the kalam of the Sheikh the importance of time due to the fact. That this is a uh, this is a commodity or a currency that may aid us in the akhirah and aid us in our dealings in the akhirah, and so we live in we are living in a time now where some of us. 
may have more time than we've ever had. As we find ourselves in these lockdowns that have been, that have been imposed. And we find ourselves in situations where we maybe we're not working as we used to work. Or we're not going out to study at school or other than that as we used to. And the majority of our time is being spent within the homes. And so it's important, no doubt, that the servant of Allah takes heed of the importance of their time and they safeguard it. For indeed, you do not know when you ever have, have an opportunity like this again. By way of the abundance of time. Again, you do not know if anything will come your way in this in the affair of this dunya again. For indeed, we do not know when we will face the affair of death. And after that affair comes to us, and we are left with nothing but our actions. Then the affair will return back to our time and how we spent it. And if we spent it in righteous actions. And if we spent it in relation to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, this affair of preserving one's time is one which is important for the Muslim generally. And no doubt specifically for the one that is seeking knowledge. And the one that attributes themselves to knowledge. Allah Taala mentions, "Wama khalaqtu al-jinna wa insa illa liyabudun. Ma arid min minhum riskin, wala arid minhum an yutaimun." Allah Taala He mentions that I did not create the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me alone. And I do not need from them to bring about provisions for me, nor do I need from them to feed me and give me sustenance. Ibn Kathir, he mentions in relation to these, these ayat, أن الله سبحانه وتعالى خلق خلق العباد ليعبدوه وحده لا شريك له. So Allah Taala created His servants so that they may worship Him alone without any partners. فمن أطاعه أطاعه خير الجزاء. And so whoever by way of this Obeys Allah, yeah, he obeys Allah with the command of worshiping Him and worshiping Him alone, without any partners. Then Allah Taala will grant him the best of reward. وَمَنْ أَصَاهُ أَذَابُهُ أَشَدُ الْأَذَابِ And whoever disobeys Him, then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will punish him the most severe punishments. وَأَخْبَرَ 
أنه غير محتاج إليهم بل هم فقراء إليه في جميع أهوالهم هو خالقهم ورازقهم انتهى كلامه رحمه الله and Ibn Kathiri goes on to mention and he informs us Allah Ta'ala informs us that he's not in need of them he's not in need of the ibad he's created the ibad his servants and he's not in need of them rather they i.e. the servants are impoverished before him I, they are in need of him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. In all of their affairs. For indeed Allah is the one that created them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that provides for them and he gives them sustenance. And so, this ayah, Ibn Kathir is mentioning, is an explanation and gives the breakdown of the affair that we have been created for. And the reason why we are here within the dunya, which is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, that we establish the command of Allah to worship Him alone without any partners. And that we stay away from false deities. Anything that is worshipped besides Allah, Taala, as Allah Taala mentions, "We have given to every ummah a messenger Allah Taala has mentioned that indeed we have sent to every nation a messenger to worship Allah Taala, commanding worship Allah Taala alone and staying away from false deities. And so within this ayah. Allah is mentioning. This is why we've been created. I, Allah did not create us because He is in need of us. He is in need of us to give or to sustain anything for Him. However, rather, Allah Ta'ala is not in need of anything from the creation. And rather, Nahnu Fukara'ili. Rather, us as the creation are in need of Him as a wajal. And so, this is the ubudiyatillah. This is the, the worship of Allah Ta'ala alone. And this is the haqiqat al That the haqiqat, the reality of an individual, the reality of an individual, in relation to this affair of Ubudiyah, in relation to this affair of worship, goes back to the affair of his time and the affair of his Umar, of his life, and how he lived it. As Ibn Qayyim, Rahimahullah, he mentions. فوقت الإنسان هو عمره في الحقيقة فوقت الإنسان هو عمره في الحقيقة وهو مادة الحياة الأبدية والنعيم والمقيم ومادة معيشته الضنق في الأذاب العليم
وهو يمر مر الصحاب كما كان وقته لله بالله فمن كان وقته لله وبالله فهو حياته وعمره وغير وغير ذلك ليس محسوبا في حياته وإن عاش فيه عاش يعيش البهائم فإذا قطع وقته في غفلة والشهور والأمان الباطلة وخان خير ما قطعه به النوم والباطلة And so Ibn Qayyim Rahimahullah He mentions in his book Al-Jawab Al-Kafi That the time The insan spend How they spend their time Is judged and looked upon By way of their life And the reality of their life And so It's looked at In relation to their hayat al-abadiyah the eternal life the akhirah and so how a person spends their time is in direct correlation or will directly will correlate to how their life is in the akhirah and so The person that spends his time upon good, then no, no doubt he'll be upon an abode which is blessed and of joy. And whoever's life is one of wretchedness, and a one of severity. and misery, then they will face, no doubt, a painful torment, a painful punishment. And the word Ibn Qayyim refers to here is a donk, higher misery. As Allah Ta'ala mentions the same word, within the ayah, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضًا ذِكْرِ فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِشْتًا دَنْكَ وَنَحْشَرَهُ الْيَوْمَ الْكِيَامَةِ عَمَا That indeed whoever turns away from my remembrance I remember of Allah that indeed this person will live a life of misery. So we understand no doubt when discussing the speech here by Ibn Qayyim, that a person that wants to have a life that is blessed and a life of happiness and to be in the abode of Jannah, an abode where a person has happiness and fulfillment, then upon them is to live a life of the remembrance of Allah. And he goes on to mention, Rahimahullah, that life it, it passes by just as you find the clouds pass by. 
And so, whoever spends his life for Allah, and for the sake of Allah, and busies himself with his Lord, then this is what his, this is what his, his life is contained within. And this is what his life is comprised of. And this is, this is what the etibar of his life is. And this is the significant part of his life. And anything other than that is not something which is considered to be from that life of his. So anything that's other than that is not taken, in, is not taken into consideration. And if a person was to spend their life and to spend their time seeking ghafla or, speak, or to spend their life in a heedless manner and busying themselves with shuhra, notoriety, and holding on firm to affairs of falsehood, then it would have been better for him that this individual would have spent the time in sleep. And so no doubt it's referring to the affair, this speech from Ibn Qayyim is referring to the affair of a person and how they spend their time and how that person's time could be a means of khair for him. Or it could be a means of being held against him and be a means of his punishment. So we discussed the affair of the worship of Allah Taala alone. This is what we've been created for. To worship Allah. This is why we are here to worship Allah without any partners. This is why we are here. We are here to worship Allah and to adhere to His commands. And this is how we should spend our time. And we'll be judged upon what, how we spend our time. The affair will go back to how we spend our time. What did we do within that time? Who did we spend it with? Again, a person should busy himself with companionship that indeed will aid them with spending their time in a manner that is pleasing to Allah and fulfilling the commands of Allah. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, Al-Mar'u ala khalili. That the individual is upon the religion of his companion, so he should look to who he, who he takes as a companion. So we understand, no doubt, that we have to seek for our own selves to be upon ibadah, and to be upon the affair of obedience to Allah Taala. However, likewise, 
we should seek from the means of aiding ourselves with that. And so we should seek to be from those individuals that aid ourselves with good companions, good people with us. That when we spend our time with these people, we do not waste our time. Or we do not engage in bartil during that time. I force speech, force actions. That this companionship is one of nasiha, one of sincere advice. That this companionship is one of Amr bin Ma'roof or Nahir al-Munkar. That this companionship is one of enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. For indeed, your companion only wants good for you. Your companion only wants that you, that you enter Jannah. That you be from those that are within the best abode of Jannah. Just as the companion would want that for himself. As we have the well-known narration, narrated by Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu anhu, where he mentions that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه That none of you truly believe until you love for your brother that which you love for yourself. So if you have your brother, your companion, and you truly love for him good, then you enjoy the good and forbid the evil with him. The time you spend with him is one of, bene of benefit. The time you spend with him is one of benefit. And drawing nearer to Allah. Talab al-ilm al-nafi' Beneficial knowledge. And no doubt, amul bihi. And no doubt that the person acts upon that beneficial knowledge. This is how a person spends his time. When in company. Reminding one another of Allah. Reminding one another of why we have been created and why we are here. And not other than that. And as we understand as well, the qalb and the nafs. Yamil ila nadama. A person's nafs can incline towards regret at different stages and different types of regret. And when a person looks at the time that he's spent or the time that he's wasted, he looks back on regret as regret. That maybe I could have done this more with my time. Or if I only had done that with my time. Again, this is from the tricks and the diversions of the shaitan upon the ibadillah. For indeed, all that time you spend in the state of nadama, in the state of regret, the person's only wasting more time. He's only wasting more time Looking back at the time that has passed by. Looking back at times 
that now he has no ability or no control over. And we understand the importance of time likewise as well. Due to the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore by it. By way of his statement, Azawajal, Wal Fajr. Or by way of his statement, Washamsi wa Duhaha. Or by way of the statement of Allah Ta'ala wa Duha. Or likewise, the statement of Allah Ta'ala wa Layli Ida Yakusha. Or likewise, by way of the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala wa Asr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore by time and swore by different points of time within the day. And so we understand by way of this, as has been mentioned, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqsama bima yasha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by anything that which he wills from the makhluqat, from the creation. As for us, the makhluq, as for us, the khalq, the creation ourselves, then we only swear by Allah. As for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he swears, he's, he's able to swear by the creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of himself and his majesty may swear by anything that which he wills. And it's understood that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by something that this is, or something, this is an affair of great importance. And so the fact that Allah ta'ala has sworn by time in many different forms Within different ayat of the Quran is an indication of the importance that the, that the abd, that the servant of Allah must give towards his time. The importance of time that a servant must give towards it. And Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhumah, Meshes in the narration that there are two, there's ni'matan, there are two blessings that incur the greatest amount of loss amongst many of the people. There are two things, na'am, two blessings that incur great amounts of loss. A person's wealth and their spare time. We understand by way of that that a person that is within good health Generally, you find that a person within good health, that which comes with it, 
is that they have spare time. Either one that is sick, he's busy by his illness. Whilst the one that's in good health, then he has time with him as well. And so then it's upon the individual that has this spare time and has this health as well that he busies himself with it in a manner that is pleasing to Allah. So it's upon the individual that has spare time, has time to himself, and has, and has health with himself, that he's steadfast in showing his gratitude towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah Ta'ala blessing him with this. And the way that a person shows and indicates his, his gratitude towards Allah Azawajal, by way of blessing him with this time and by way of blessing with this health is that he uses these blessings لِإِمْتِثَالْ أَوَامِرِ اللَّهِ he uses these blessings to adhere to the commands of Allah Taala, and to fulfill the obligations upon him. And likewise, in order to stay away and avoid the things that have been prohibited from him, This is what is upon the individual, the servant of Allah. He's blessed with time. He must fulfill that time in the remembrance of Allah. He must fulfill that time in adhering to the commands of Allah. He must fulfill that time in order to be steadfast and upright. Likewise, the one that is blessed with his time, with his time, he must fulfill that time by way of staying away. From the, from the things that Allah or his messenger have prohibited. He does not fill that time with things that Allah is not pleased with. By way of the muharramat, the actions which are haram, and the actions that Allah disapproves of. And it's important to understand that the dunya is the mazra'atul akhirah. Is the mazra' of the akhirah. And the dunya, within the dunya, is tijara li ribhil akhirah. So the person understands that the dunya is the place of plantation, is the farm for the akhirah. Aye, this is where we laid the seeds. This is where we lay down our actions which we seek to harvest and benefit from in the Akhirah. So whatever we put forth by way of plantation here in the dunya, we reap the rewards of it in the Akhirah. Likewise, if the individual 
does not exert himself by way of righteous actions in the dunya, then there will be nothing to reap from in the akhirah. And so again, going back to our central theme of time, when a person is seeking to benefit and harvest from the rewards of his actions in the dunya, this can only be done if the person fulfills his time by way of fulfilling righteous actions. That a person spends his time fulfilling right fulfilling righteous actions and exert him exerting himself in the actions that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Likewise, the dunya is regarded as being tijara, a place of tijara, a place of commerce, a place of business. And the ribh, the profit of that business, is gathered within the akhirah. And so a person within the dunya performs actions so that they may, inshallah ta'ala, profit from it within the akhirah. They perform righteous actions. They're upon the remembrance of Allah ta'ala. So that within the akhirah, they take from it and they benefit from it. And it's important a person understands that the faraq, the person's free, the person that has free time, this will not be followed by anything except by being busied with different affairs. Likewise, a person's siha, a person's good health, will not be followed by anything except by way of poor health or illness. And so we have the statement of Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, where he mentions, In the Layla wa Nahari al Malani fiq, Fa'mal fihima. Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, he mentions indeed the night and the day, they work for you. Are they there in your service? So work for them. I take advantage of them. Take advantage of them. So the night and the day has come to you. The night has its benefits. Likewise, so does the day. Busy yourself and take advantage of the actions of the night. Likewise, take advantage of the actions of the day. Mephalan Abu Huraira, anhu, he mentions that him and himself and others from the Sahaba used to split their night into three. They used to divide the night into three. One third for sleeping. One third 
for revision of hadith and another third for ibadah of Allah and so by way of this we understand that the, the individuals these individuals from the salaf from the sahaba they would seek to take advantage of the night and actions that they can perform within the night so no doubt the night is used for sleep so they used to sleep likewise they would use a portion of it for talab al-ilm by revising a hadith of the messenger of Allah sallallahu and likewise they would use a portion of it for ibadah like qiyamul layl wa dua and other than that. So it's a must that a person looks at a specific time of the day and seeks to benefit as much as they can from that particular time. For Ibn Qayyim, he also mentions that from the means of, of the shaitan leading the servant of Allah astray, is busying him with actions, busying him with actions of ibadah at times where there are better actions that can be done for it. And so Sheikh and Sheikh Abdullah al-Bukhari, he mentions an example of that. Is that a person is sitting in the masjid between the adhan and the iqamah. And so he busies himself with Qiraat al-Qur'an, Itilaat al-Qur'an, reading from the Mus'haf. No doubt this is a righteous action. This is an action of ibadah. However, this is not the best action that a person can do at that time. Rather, the best action a person could do is make dua, call upon Allah. And so when we understand this, and we reflect upon this. We must understand that different at different points in the day we should busy ourselves with the remembrance of Allah. However, at different points in the day we should we should pick those specific times for specific actions. Specific times for specific actions. To maximize our reward of Allah. And taking the sunnah of the Prophet as an example. Taking it as a means of how we should fulfill our ibadah. And the worship of Allah alone. And we have the narration. Where the Prophet he mentions, لا تزول قدم لا تزول قدم الأبد حتى يسأل أن أربعة خصال That the foot of the servant of Allah does not move, will not move on Yawm Al-Qiyamah until he is asked about four affairs. And the first of these four affairs mentioned is an Umrihi Fima Afna. He's asked about his life. And how he spent it. 
Likewise, he's asked about his ilm and how he acted upon it. And likewise, he's asked about his, his mal, his wealth, and how he earned it and how he spent it, and his youth. And what he spent within his youth, how he spent his youth. So we understand, no doubt, that the fact that the Abd, the servant from the servants of Allah, will be asked about his actions and asked about his life and asked about his time and how he spent it is something that we must concentrate upon. It's something we must have focus upon. Our time. How do we spend our time? As Allah Ta'ala mentions, فَإِذَا فَرَقْتَ فَانْصَبْ And if you come to have this time, or you have spare time, then engage in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And no doubt we find from the seerah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that he had hirs. He was steadfast and eager in the preservation of his time. And Abdurrahman al-Sa'di, Rahimahullah, he mentions in relation to this ayah, فَإِذَا فَرَقْتَ فَانْصُمْ I to bend the person engages in the remembrance of Allah. وَلَا تَكُونُ مِنَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا فَرَغُوا لَعِبُوا And to not be from those people. That if you have spare time, that you spend it in mere play and amusement. I the person spends his time in action are not pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we understand as well that a person should seek to make the most of his time and find fulfillment within his time just as Ahlul Mal yashta'un bi dinar wal dirham. Just as the people of wealth, of money, they seek into, they seek fulfillment by way of the dinar and dirham, by way of currency, by way of their wealth. And so, it's important the person seeks to take advantage of their life, a life of honor. Seek to make their life one of honor. And that they are aware that their life is one which is mahdooda. The haya is one which is mahdooda. It's a life which, no doubt, is restricted. Their life and their time in this dunya is not abadiyya. It's not eternal. It's not, a, it's not a case that they will perform actions within this life. And this life will carry on forever. 
rather their actions within this life and the manner in which they in the manner in which they spend their time will inform how they live in that eternal life so again relating that relating all of these points now to the affair that we find ourselves in today of lockdowns and other than that we must look at that and recognize that we find ourselves in a time where we have more spare time where we find ourselves in a period that we may never be in again for indeed this time that we have and the spare hours the spare minutes that we have will not be followed except by a time where we are busied once again and so it's upon us to reflect and look at what we have put forth by way of actions and if they are righteous actions we do not become individuals that are amazed with oneself do not become from these individuals that, are, that suffer from ujab and nafs amazing one actions rather we seek to continue with those righteous actions and we ask Allah Ta'ala for ikhlas in those righteous actions and we reflect and we ask are these actions in accordance with the sunnah of the messenger of Allah and we reflect and we ask ourselves are these actions that are in accordance with the way and the manhaj of the self of this ummah if they are we continue and if we reflect upon our actions and we find a naqs, a deficiency, a shortcoming, then we do not despair by way of that. We do not become consumed by nadama. We do not become, become consumed by way of regret. Rather, we spend our time rectifying those affairs by way of tawbatun nusuha sincere repentance by way of istighfar by way of seeking forgiveness we spend our time with these affairs and we do not waste any more time with despair and we do not waste any more time with complacency and regret So we, take, we should make the most of what we have before us. Whether it be a, a situation that we're specifically in now, where some of us some of us have more time than others, or some of us have more time than we've had before. We, this, is an, uh, this is an advice which is for, not only specifically now, but for any time of our lives where we need to capitalize upon how we spend the hours of our days and we seek to make it upon the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and upon the affair of ibadah of Allah ta'ala alone witnessing bear or bearing witness to the fact that this is why we are here in the dunya in the first place and this is the reason for our creation. 
Wallahu ta'ala a'lam fajazakumullahu khaira. I will conclude with that, just from this short piece of advice. Barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa taslima kathira.